Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima, New York. Hello and welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, iHealth Radio, Hurricane H here. New guest, a new day, new show. And, um, you know, today is a little bit different. It's always a different twist with my shows and, and, and different angles and different guests. Um, this particular guest, I actually am following on TikTok uh, because she's a sensation. <laughs> and I thought she would be a great, you know, guest on the show. And uh, her unique appeal and her unique way of going about fitness and uh and health uh it, it's 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 got its own signature and so so today with me i have kelly duffin all the way from toronto and uh, and she is like i said a tiktok sensation but she's also a holistic health practitioner who deals differently with with health and fitness and everybody's individual needs can be adjusted accordingly and that's her specialty so Kelly, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Same here. <laughs> so, 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 Kelly, um, let's talk about your world and, and your story. I mean, you're doing this today and obviously something you love. Uh, I see the engagement on TikTok is great. You got a lot of following and a lot of content. And you have your, your, your sweet line, which is unknown uh, weight loss tip of the day that's your that's your line <laughs> so let's let's talk about you know your your whole formula your whole start your whole story uh just to give the audience a little bit of background about yourself and then then let's dive in into like the fitness concept the holistic approach and and just what you do in general how you help people and I, you have a lot of different tips that that literally can blow somebody's mind you know not understand like does that even work like you can have donuts and still be good you know yeah. that would be a nice thing right <laughs> you know everybody loves a donut every now and then but the idea right uh yeah. air fryers you got you got all kind of crazy stuff that people were like oh really i can get that and still have my shape and be good and feel good well i think yes the answer is yes and you tell us about it so kelly all yours okay well over 20 years ago feels like another lifetime ago i was actually doing i was an ambulance communications officer so i was in emergency health i had no idea at all about holistic health or doing this as any career and i was really unwell i had pcos which is really bad hormonal problems for women I had IBS, PMS, acne, eczema, psoriasis all over the place. I had, I was just a complete disaster. And the doctor said, well, we're just going to do half a hysterectomy surgery. And we're going to give you this medication for this. And I had a whole bunch of excess weight and water retention. And I thought, why is this happening? Like I was about 20 years old and the doctor said, it's just normal. This is just what happens to some people. And I thought, hmm. I don't think so. And so I had 
I was so blessed to have the finances and the time that I decided to go to school. And it was literally to just learn about what was happening with my body. And I went to proper schooling because I just wanted to trust what I was learning. I couldn't, we can't trust Google, <laughs> Dr. Google. And so I started going to school for holistic health. And there's a big um, idea out there that holistic means all natural, but that's not really what it means. It just means how your whole body works together as one thing. So everything in your body affects everything else. So tiny example, baseball pitcher was going for his fourth shoulder surgery. I'm usually the last resort for people. And, uh, you know, he just wanted to save his career and what's happening with my shoulder. And I keep having to have surgeries. The problem was, was with his big toe and the opposite side foot. So going to school for this, you start to learn so many tiny little, tiny little aspects about the body and how it affects everything else in your body. So as you can imagine, that is a rabbit hole of epic proportions. So I didn't stop. After about the third year, my body was completely fine. So I was putting together the various things I was learning from different schools, different areas, and starting to practice on myself these things I was learning. So I was completely fine. No more PCOS, which the doctors said was irreversible. No more, they said I could expect fibromyalgia, none of that. I was completely fine. I lost all the problems with my skin. All my excess weight just fell off and I just started living, feeling, you know, so many people have no idea how good their body is designed to feel. And so I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to keep learning. So I kept going. And after about the eighth year, I knew people in my life who had MS, fibromyalgia, diabetes, all of these different things. And I would reach out to them. And I just said, you know, I have a lot of info that I can pretty much guarantee your doctor doesn't know or is not telling you. And the info is not readily available anywhere. Like I have, I still do search just to see, is this info anywhere that people can find? And it wasn't. And so I reached out to these people close to me and I just said, you know what, if I, let's do an experiment. And if I give you some ideas of what I believe will help your body, would you try it and can we just see? Obviously everybody said yes. And it didn't matter what the extent of an autoimmune disease was, or if it was several pounds, the exact same principles were helping every single person. And so I thought, this is crazy. This is nuts. And this is info that the world really needs. And so I quit emergency services and I launched into this about 12, 12 years ago now I've been doing this and it's just been 100% successful. And I really just think it's the info that people don't have that I have learned and I, I still learn like I'm still taking side courses and learning anything that I possibly can so I just have a very extensive knowledge base that I think a lot of people just wouldn't have on their own so yeah that's that's how I ended up here well listen first of all it's quite a story uh and 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 it is it is an amazing story because and and you know it's funny because I've, I've had similar stories and, and, and as I was telling you earlier my 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 other guests from last night uh, had a similar, you know, story when it comes to like their own health, and then they leaped into a whole different world and and, and figured out a way to be healthier, and and you know, it, it doesn't cease to amaze me because in in a way, uh, you were told it will be reversible, it's not going to work, uh, you know, it's bad. You got all the worst scenario given to you, but you didn't give up. Which is one thing I always want to share with people. You never give up. You never just drop the towels and say, okay, it's over. It's never over. Never That's right. And you took that leap. And again, you went to school to learn 
And that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And you figured out a way. And three years later, all yeah. that bad stuff was gone. I mean, have you ever gone to your doctors and just say, hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I actually did. I had a doctor once. I was having some pains around my chest area and I went to the doctor and this was before I had gone through the schooling and I had just learned a little bit. I hadn't gone very far, but I was in school and I said, you know, I'm having this chest pain. I don't know what it is. And the doctor said, well, we don't know either, but what we're going to do is we'll just give you a medicine to stop your stomach from producing acid over a long period of time in case it's acid reflux. So then I get diagnosed with no stomach acid production, which caused a huge problem with the whole rest of the body. Stomach acid is so, so important. And the leading cause of acid reflux has nothing to do. Like it's, it's just so funny how these things happen. So the leading cause of acid reflux is actually not enough stomach acid production. So doctors usually aren't aware of this. And so they prescribe antacids and it just worsens the problem. So I did go back to the doctor after I learned that. And I said, look, like, this is important. This is the leading cause. And I just want you to know, because, you know, look what's happening. And a couple other things I would talk to my doctor about, and they just had no idea. And then I learned that, you know, doctors will have seven to eight years of schooling as well. And not, not knocking doctors, because there's such an important place for them. And they are so important. But in all of those years, they only have several hours of nutrition and how the body works together because they have to learn everything about everything about every pharmaceutical. So they don't have time to learn about, you know, how the body works together. So, yeah, I did talk to doctors eventually. <laughs> well, that, that is interesting. So, so, so it is, it, I was going to ask, I mean, that's a tough comeback to a doctor and say, Hey, listen, I don't know, this is not working. And, you know, I just found that, that whatever you're prescribing is not the right course. I mean, some doctors may take it nice and some may not. And and ultimately, there's, there could be a reaction to it. Like, well, you know, what do you know? I'm the doctor, right? And and, and by the way, again, I, I love my doctors. And, you know, we, we do need, you know, medicine and doctors in this world. I mean, they do a lot of great work. Uh, but again, we are all human. And even with the doctors, there are, you know, trials and there are errors and things like that that can happen. Misdiagnosis. It's, you know, they do the best that they can based on the circumstances and things that they see based on their lab work and whatever, you know, tests they do. But ultimately, they still go with, you know, some conventional stuff. Uh, some doctors, have you know, also adapt a little bit to different uh, techniques and adopt some other concepts, whether it's Eastern medicine or, you know, just, you know, uh, natural, you know, and other things that they, they, they can apply. But a lot of it, you said you just mentioned pharma and, and, and all the, the different drugs and, you know, how they operate and what they do. So so it, it has been I mean, it, it's it's a great thing to have, you know, uh, the, the whole system of medicine. But you're right. I mean, there's always a potential way. And, and by the way, like I said, I've had so many guests having uh, the same exact story, bad, bad diagnosis, bad prognosis. And, and eventually they were told it's the end or it's not going to go any better. And they were able to just literally turn, you know, a whole 180 degrees to, to the best. Uh, and, and by the way, I want to, some people say like, that's 360. It's actually 180, I think. <laughs> but, but, uh, but the concept is that they were, you know, from one end to the other perfectly, uh, you know, uh, the opposite and, and, and really, really uh, got some real results. And you are here with us talking. And not only this, I mean, you're here today with me, but, but you are literally alive on TikTok and everywhere else daily doing things, sharing tips and helping people now now i want to just isolate those three years that, that that you took the time to learn and and apply 
what was different about your three years? What was your course? What did you take, you know, in terms of steps to really make that whole leap? And how, how soon were you seeing results? I didn't see results for a while. Uh, I remember two whole months had gone by of trying and I remember thinking, what the heck? I'm not feeling different. I'm doing all this stuff, but there's an order in which you need to do things that I have discovered over the years. So you know how you can go to a greenhouse and look at a potted plant and there's gonna be a little thing in the soil that says that the water, or sorry, the plant needs this much water, this kind of fertilizer. Humans are biological things like that. And so any health, wellness, or body image challenge that someone is challenged with is going to stem from an imbalance of only one or more of six things. And so I had to touch on each of those six things, but individualized to me to figure out the order in which to do them and how to just bring my body back into homeostasis or balance. And so basically you can take these three and split them into two one, three of, sorry, take the six, split them into two, three of these things take our life force energy away from us and degrade our bodies over time. Three of these things give us back what we need. So the three that will degrade anyone's health over time is thinking, breathing, and moving. So if we think about thinking, the way we think, your subconscious breathing, your breathing pattern, the muscles that help you breathe are hardwired into your nervous system. And your nervous system is going to control everything and moving and, you know, exercise and all of that. And so the only three things that can give us back the life force energy we need is sleep, nutrition, and hydration. So when we think about the amount of people thinking, breathing, and moving everyone all the time, all day, every day, how many of those people have adequate sleep, nutrition, and hydration? And then we can see why there's such a problem with health these days. And so I looked at each thing. So thinking, that has to do with my subconscious and how my brain has developed. So I learned neurology and neuroscience and how the brain develops over the years and in which ways. And I attributed that to my life. And, and then breathing, I learned about a proper breathing pattern and what happens with the breathing pattern. And so I practiced adopting a proper breathing pattern. And then I learned about movement and how, you know, most people have adrenal fatigue and they're told that, you know, high intensity interval training is going to burn the most fat calories per minute of doing any exercise. That may be true, but it's going to stress out your adrenal glands, which is going to make your thyroid pull the brakes on your metabolism. So I learned about that. Then I learned about sleeping. What's a proper sleeping pattern? What happens when we sleep in our brains, in our bodies? How does, how do we get that repair? Cause I was, I was like the eternal three-year-old. Every time I learned something, I would ask, well, why? and how, why? And I just kept asking until I got to what nobody knows, all the information that nobody seems to know. And then nutrition, I learned how my body metabolizes foods because there is no one size fits all. I started eating according to how my body was set, in, set up DNA wise from my ancestry. That changed everything immediately. I learned about gut health and how most people have an imbalanced gut. So I spent six to nine months, about, about nine months in the end, resetting my gut from top to bottom, cleaning it all up, getting it absorbing properly, getting it working right, um, getting my stomach acid going again. And then the hydration levels in the body. You know, we see a lot of women or, or men or anybody who is upset because of cellulite and things like that. And we just think it's ugly cellulite. We don't want it. But what's going on inside the body is that the cells in your body talk to each other and they do this with electrical impulses that run along the fluid system. So cellulite is actually an indicator that your fluid balance is out of whack 
And so the cells on the inside of your body aren't talking to each other properly. And so I learned about how to reset the hydration system of my body. So I was really picking at each thing and trying to individualize it in my own lifestyle and how it would work for me. How do I reset my mind while I'm cleaning up my gut, while I'm eating right, while I'm sleeping well. And it, it felt like I was spinning a million plates. Sometimes it felt like, uh, am I even doing this right? But over the years and working with different people, I just ended up developing a very efficient system that I can use with anybody at this point. So I individualize things to each person because no matter what it is, whether it's diet, whether it's sleep, whether it's movement, everything has to be customized to the person. And so that's, that's how we roll. That's how I do. And that's really what I did, but it took about two months. So every two months, your cells divide and multiply. The body is continuously getting rid of our old cells, building new cells. If you know how to build the healthy new ones, it, it's only a matter of time before you can actually feel it and you can feel better. And so it took a good couple months, I would say, before I really started noticing. And then once you notice it, it starts to snowball. Then the results just come. So patience is definitely key. <laughs> Well, of course. Well, like everything else in, in, in the world, I mean, you have to, to be patient. You have to, to, to give it its course. Nothing happens overnight. Uh, and uh, to get the real stuff. I mean, things happen, but they happen too quick. You might not see the results or maybe you get adverse reaction and adverse results. Uh, so, so, so you've given a lot of key elements to your own formula right there. And, you know, I uh, will take a few minutes just to kind of take yeah. one, one at a time. Sure. So first of all, you just said it, mind, right? Uh, the thinking process. If I look at myself and keep saying, oh, I don't like what I see. Oh, my God, the world ends. You know, that's it. I'm done. Uh, you already put in all these these reactions and you're like almost telling your body to just, you know, forget about it. It's, it's over. So it's it's also thinking positive about, you know, oneself and hopefully keeping feeding the, the brain into the positive and subconsciously you start doing better. Right. And you've experienced that. And I've heard this, these things before. And we've talked to psychiatrists, you know, you know, also on the shows. And that's really a big deal. The mind is the probably more powerful sometimes than the body because it controls everything, you know, and but the mind things the body can do. And even in dreams and we've seen people having reactions that that actually the mind almost can make it real and the body can react to it. Wow. Um, so so that that's a big deal. Uh, then you took it to to like the, the other things like the breathing. Uh, that's important. I, I think a lot of us don't know how to breathe properly. And how am I even be included in that? In that realm? I mean, I try, you know, but but there's like diaphragm, you know, breathing, and there's different ways to do it correctly from your belly. And I'm learning about these things myself throughout the shows and through my research. But it is interesting that there's sciences, there's like worlds of things that are available to us, uh, if only we were seeking them, right. And then then you talked about the God business, right? You know, that's, that's a big deal. And, and like, how do I even think about that? God help, right? How do we make the gut, you know, better? And, you know, uh, the secretion of, of the acid is there. And to your point, like uh, ulcers and ulcer, acid reflux. No, I mean, a lot of people, I guess, you know, probably would relate to, relate to this as acid reflux has become like almost a, a thing of, of today. You know, we all get it every now and then I get it. I mean, I've had it before and it's, it's also has to do with stress, sleep and all these things. You talked about sleep. Um, we don't get enough sleep in this world today <laughs> because we, we literally had the same discussion in, in the last couple of shows about sleep and sleep patterns and how you sleep, you know, correctly. And, and what's the outcome if your body's rested and so on. So you talked about the uh, uh, adrenal, uh, adrenal uh, fatigue, right? So people, you know, 
can create the opposite reaction that they need from their body, right? By, by overdoing a HIIT exercise. Uh, and, and, and so some people can question that. Well, hit, that's cool stuff. That's cardio. You pump up your heart. It's going up. It's like, yeah. And, you know, you, then you shut it down. Then you bring it back. Then you shut it down. But but we don't look at what you just mentioned is that what is that outcome to your body? How's the reaction? The body is going to have to compensate. Yeah. And as they compensate, they start, you know, uh, telling you your brain's like, oh, we got to stop that. The metabolism slows. And now you have different you know, uh, uh, adverse reaction here. Uh, I know you talk about weight training and stuff also in, in, in your <laughs> tips. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. But so like all these are concepts, yeah. that, you know, one at a time, you know, and each one of them has a very key you know, component. You talked about dehydration. Yeah. Cellulite, right. I, I, I think the, the, I'm not going to judge people for this, but I, I don't think we, we drink enough, period. We don't uh, drink enough water. <laughs> I don't think so, because you know what? We all are, I, I experience it. Like sometimes I'm at the office, I may go the whole day without even drinking one, one glass of water, one cup or one bottle of water, because I'm just running, running, and I don't, I forget about it until I get home. And now I'm the header, and how much can you possibly drink at once, right? So, so okay. now it's a problem. And then you go a day, maybe you get maybe two, 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 eight ounces, you know, whatever, you know, small water bottles. It's not enough. And, and you're right. So your body is going to be like working over, over time here to get things going. Uh, and so, so these are all concepts that, that we know about technically, but we don't pay attention to. Uh, and, and, and not in this particular package where it's all together. It's all, you know, or nothing. You can't have one versus the other. And if you do, uh, there's a good chance you're going to have problems. Right. But, but you've experienced this. You've done it. You apply this with people today and you see results. Uh, so, so, so that experience, so, so one at a time, the hit, for example, what yeah. is, you know, what is when someone comes to you like, well, I love my hit training. It works. I can lose weight. What do you tell them about it? See, that's interesting when it comes to the hit, which I'll definitely touch on, but everything else too, it's the reason why we don't necessarily make ourselves do these things is because we don't know the information about why are we doing it? Like, yeah, we need water, but the average person is not going to know why we need that and what happens in the body. As soon as somebody knows why they are super empowered to do the thing and they will do the thing because now they know what's happening. So when someone does come to me and say that, what I would say is, well, it does take the human genome about a hundred thousand years to change a 10th of 1%. By saying that, I just mean that your body thinks it's caveman times, our bodies, all of our bodies, they think it's caveman times. So they're trying to live that way. And here we are in this day and age with brains that are so advanced that we come up with things like high intensity intervals, but take a caveman and imagine when he was doing anything high intensity or she or they, but doing high intensity exercise, usually we were running away from something trying to eat us or we were, you know, <laughs> trying to take something to eat it. And it was, it was, it was a stressful time. Anytime someone was doing high intensity in that time. So your body automatically perceives this as a form of stress. Now, if you're super healthy and you don't have adrenal fatigue, you can totally withstand high intensity intervals, but your body's going to be like, what is happening? And so the average person does have a bit of adrenal fatigue. The average person that I've worked with, I think out of the hundreds over the past 12 years, there's been a total of three or four that did not have adrenal fatigue. On some level, there's different mm -hmm. ranges of it. And so I would say, you know, with high intensity intervals, yeah, you'll burn the most fat calories per minute of doing any kind of exercise, but you can only do this for 11 to 20 minutes max is how long high intensity should be if we're staying healthy. Now, 
yeah, you'll burn that for 11 to 20 minutes, but you will stress out your adrenal glands. If you already have adrenal fatigue, you're going to pull the brakes on your metabolism. And if you do a properly designed weight training exercise routine, let's just say max 45 minutes, it wouldn't need to be longer than 45 minutes. One properly designed weight training thing, exercise without doing any high intensity will have your body burning extra fat and calories for up to three days after that workout. And so it's also, you know, how efficient do we want to be? Do we want to burn a little bit more and tire ourselves out within 20 minutes? Or do you want to go 45 minutes at a more enjoyable pace and burn fat and calories for three days? So as long as people know these things, <laughs> that is when they will be inspired to do these things. And Kelly, you know what? I'm so thrilled right now because people are listening and they're going to be watching this and they will be taking this because now we know the why <laughs> and the yeah, how. Right? Yeah. So, 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 so they cannot, you know, play, oh, I never knew, I didn't know, and now you know. Uh, and, and that's really what our mission is, to share this, this valuable information with people and, and give them an opportunity to, to guide a little bit how they do things. Uh, and again, of course, some people say, well, this is an opinion. It's your way. I got my way and it works for me. And I, I, I would say it's okay. I mean, people have the choice, right? <laughs> uh, I always tell people, you know, don't just believe what I say. Try it. That's and right, just think yeah. it works for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it, you know, you don't use the same formula for everybody. You have to adjust accordingly. No. And, and one key element that you mentioned now uh, about the, the adrenal fatigue and, and, you know, like hit versus weight training, but, but again, it varies from, let's say a male to a female. And, and for example, uh, in, 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 in the fitness world, I mean, women are just as active as men. Right. But then yeah. there's the thyroid problems. Right. And so yeah. thyroid is regulating the gland that's regulating the actual metabolism, right. In a way. And so if you over, if let's say you have a problem and they're either hyper or hypo and you do it the wrong way, they might have, you know, a bad reaction, right? And yeah. all this, you know, the body is going to be on over overdrive and that could be a problem too. So, so, so that's, that's the thing is people have to also know their condition. I mean, and we always say in training, you know, don't start any training, you know, regimen, whatever, until you consult with your physicians, know what you have, because sometimes people do it. And sometimes Age can be a factor. Uh, weight can be a factor. Uh, genes can be a factor. I mean, if you have some some problems historically in your family, you have to be aware of those things. All these things. You might have diabetes, right, or or, or sugar problem uh, wow. in your blood regulating. That could be a problem. You know, you go in and you don't know. You overdo it, and your body now is like really in shock. So all these things could be a problem. So people have to be aware. They have to do their research, and they have to test things slowly but surely, but but also do the full, you know, concept, not just partial concepts, because they might work temporarily, but not fully, uh, you know, and this is just talking about the, the, the cardio and the muscle and just how the body burns, right, for fat, you know, uh, stuff, but, but then there is, like, cellulite is, an, is another, you said, I mean, it, people are always uncomfortable with cellulite, because it's like, oh my god, it looks, you know, lemon, <laughs> you know, what is orange skin, whatever, it's, it's, it's got all these connotations that people are not comfortable with, but at the end of the day, you know, this is the first time, literally, I have heard the actual correlation between that and water in the body, yeah. you know, now, and I, I'm in the fitness world and we hear these things, but everybody's got a different angle, but sometimes you don't hear everything and you right. don't know everything. And by the way, we don't know everything to your point until we ask the why and look and dig in and, and, and really do the education part and educate ourselves more and more. Uh, this is exactly a platform where we educate people about the different options and what we have. And so, so, so hopefully that we can drive this to some folks. And if they listen to it and they can take some of this 
And, and by the way, anyone listening, uh, you know, Kelly is available for advice and to, to reach out to her. She will work with you guys, you know, uh, I guess remotely. It, it's, we all do yeah. remote stuff business now. It's not hard. All over the world. <laughs> all over the world. So it's it's not even like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't. Everybody has access to this stuff these days. So so I think it's important to realize what we have available to us and, and how it is. And again, you are an example of the success story here because you took it from all, I mean, and by the way, the chronic, you know, uh, illnesses you've mentioned, you know, they all sounded terrifying and they are terrifying if you don't take care of them. Yeah. But you were able, scared. especially when you're young. Yeah. I, well, it doesn't matter what age I think it's just that one is one too many when you have a few, them, yeah. it becomes yeah. overwhelming, even on the psyche. Right. So, yeah. but, but it took us the strength there. I mean, you were committed, you had the strength and, and, and you did it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't just like, you know, uh, slow down say okay wow my life is ruined is the end and that it starts there like everybody knows their body everybody knows what they're capable of and and you know what there's nothing more important than our health and and it's really the bottom line Uh, you can have everything even your family is important but without health you can't you know cater and to your family you cannot enjoy your family you know you you can't work if you don't have health or you have difficulty working so so health is 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 your you know gold it's your wealth it's everything that you need it's your core and then everything else comes along with good health comes everything else and you can sustain and so so again that's just my little you know two cents in there but 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 kelly really you know you talk about the hit and the 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 weight weight training is important some people like well i don't like to do weights right and what kind of exercise do i i work at home what kind of machines i don't have machines what would you tell them and i know you have an answer for that one because you do you'd have a tip (laughs) Yes, a lot of, I really like to tailor everything to likes, dislikes, and lifestyle. So you can't give someone a program they're not going to enjoy. And what if they're a single mom with three kids and two jobs? That woman does not have time. Mm. (laughs) Like That's not happening. And so basically what I tell them is the bottom line is after the age of 40, we will lose up to one pound of muscle per year if we're not doing some resistance, something consistently. The body just atrophies at that point. That's why elderly people are falling and breaking hips or they have to use a walker because over time they haven't done anything. This does not mean that we have to do consistent weight training in a gym type of thing. We just have to do different things to our bodies that allow us to practice resistance against something, aka gravity, uh, in order for our muscles to stay strong and to stay you know, mobile as we age. And so what I'll do is I'll ask someone, you know, what equipment do you have available to you, if any? And they'll give me whatever equipment. Now, there are seven movements that the human body needs to be able to perform with ease, keywords with ease, from birth right through the rest of our lives. And these are simple things, you know, pushing, pulling, bending, squatting, lunging, twisting, and walking and running. And so we input these seven movements into this person's lifestyle in a way that will use some resistance towards it. And a lot of people don't have aesthetic goals. They're not looking to have a bikini body. They're not looking to be super muscular and ripped. They're just wanting to be healthy. And so if someone is of that mindset and they do have an aesthetic goal, I will go right in with them and say, all right, here's what we need to do. And then they're motivated, right? Because they already want to do this. But for someone that doesn't want to, you don't need to. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need all this equipment at home. 
technically you need nothing. There are certain things I would suggest, but you technically don't need anything and it doesn't have to take long. And so I just make it an enjoyable part of someone's evening routine or someone's, you know, time when they watch TV or whatnot. And it's, it's totally doable in that way. And I think that's what makes people very cool about it is my whole thing is I have two rules that I use the law of least stress. So if you give someone something that's going to stress them out, it will negate any health benefits. So it can't be stressful to them and the law of least effort. So what's the least amount we can do to get the most results, marry those two together, tailor it to someone's likes, dislikes and lifestyle. Boom. It works. I love it. I mean, you just simplified for everyone. I mean, I, I, I don't know about people listening right now watching, but it, you made it sound very simple and easy and, and feasible and attainable and probably isn't cost, you know, cost nothing because I mean, maybe a little, and you said it, I mean, gravity does the rest, right? I mean, there's a lot of work that we can do with push-ups and pull-ups and, you know, just, you know, on, on our back and stretching, walking, uh, there's that. And you can also get like, now you don't even have to have weights. You can get those resistance bands and get oh, some yeah. of that. So there's, there's so many, I mean, right now, it, like you said, there's, there, there should be no excuse, uh, you know, and, and we've seen this like throughout the pandemic, for example, which was, you know, shut down, lockdown across all nations. Uh, yeah. People who were active were still active doing their thing, either walking in the street, doing exercise home. Uh, and and, and, and it's, it is what it is. People have to make it happen. But, but you also touch on the, the value of how the muscle, the body needs that muscle and you would lose that mass in time if you don't maintain it. Uh, yeah. and, and, and you're right. I mean, you, we, I've seen seniors that are like real healthy and, and, and really fit. And I've seen the opposite people that are really frail and so on and so forth. So it all depends how you treat your body and, and you maintain it. And those are like, you know, things that anyone, anyone can do. Uh, it, yeah. it, and, you know, it's and like you said, easy, not stressful, because that's the other thing people dread, you know, doing exercise because it's, oh, my God, it's too much. I can't do this. Uh, and, but, you know, because they see things, for example, you see these classes that are intense and, you know, some classes are intense for a reason, but, but that's okay. That's a class, but, but depending on who you have as a trainee or as a student or, or, or a member of your gym and formula that you should, to your point, address them accordingly. Not everybody's going to take that same intensity. Age will vary. Uh, you know, everything can, can change, you know, someone who had, you know, uh, chronic problems may not be as, as equal to someone who has never had a problem, right? And it doesn't matter how healthy you are, you can still be subject to problems, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, 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 so that is a sweet formula, like really that's secret sauce. That's not secret anymore, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but, but it's, you simplify, you put it at a level where I think anybody can see it. I don't, you, you don't have to say much. And what you said right now clarifies for a lot of people the ability that they have, you know, because that's usually an objection. Oh, people find any reason not to do it. And usually we'll yeah. find any single, you know, concept to just present to ourselves as an objection. Like, oh, I can't do it. I can't. I don't have time. That's the biggest one, um, you know, and there's always time. Uh, you know, you can be what you can be watching TV and, and walking while you're watching TV. Right. I mean, as simple as that, there's, there's things you can do. You, you say like people like, I can't, I don't have money to go to membership, which is fine. You know, people have to go to sometimes financial, you know, uh, issues and it happens to everyone, uh, but, yeah. but you can do it without having to be at the gym. You know? So these are the things like people have to see that if you want it, you can do it. If there's a will, there's a way and you can do this. No one can do it better for, for you than you. Right. And, and it's just a matter of mindset. Uh, so, so you position this so easily, you know, to people that, you know, 
it's 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 a perfect formula. And so so now that let's talk about the other concepts. Uh, sure. You talked about uh, nutrition. Yeah. Right. That's a big yeah. deal because because we tend to kind of eat everything. And I just you, you and I we talked about the, the show I had about nutrition, but but people eat stuff <laughs> every day. But but it's just what we eat when we eat it, things like that. That's a big difference. So so how do you put that in perspective when it comes to, to your whole system? Yeah. So I don't believe in diet culture or anything to do with diets. I will never make someone count a single calorie. I will never, you know, we just don't need diet culture, but there is no one size fits all. I could have an identical twin with the exact same ancestry physiologically, meaning inside the body, we're going to be different with how we, we metabolize foods. And so this is actually based on ancestry. So if you think about the equator, Think about where your ancestry came from. Did they come from somewhere far from the equator that had heavy winters? Because in that case, they did not have vegetation to munch on. And remember, it does take the human genome that long to change this much. And so your body is set up DNA wise to eat similar to your ancestors. So if somebody comes from far from the equator, they didn't have winter, their ancestors had to be nomadic peoples. They followed the meat around. They had to survive on meat and healthy fats. That was all that there was for a big part of their year. So if this person now decides that they don't know about that, they want to be plant-based. This does not mean you have to eat meat, by the way. You can do this without, you can do this as a vegan, as whatever your mm. ethical reasons are. But so let's just say that this person though does want to go plant-based, but they don't understand protein or complete protein or anything to do with that. Their body is not going to do well. They need complete protein and healthy fats. And so if someone's family came from close to the equator, it was very, very hot. They had veggies all year long to munch on. This person now in this day and age, not being aware, decides they want to try keto as an example, and they want to order the carnivore diet. They're not going to do well. <laughs> Their body is not going to enjoy that. Their body needs a heck of a lot more veggies than the average person. And so throughout my analysis process, I do discover, you know, how does this person's body metabolized foods are they someone that needs the complete protein healthy fats are they someone whose body really wants all the healthy veggies and carbs and there's just such a misconception out there between you know what is a carbohydrate what is a protein what is complete protein and so i always teach people you know protein your body uses that to build the cells and so to build the building blocks of your new cells your cells are always dividing and multiplying new cells come in old cells go away if you have a complete protein, it means this protein contains all nine essential amino acids. There's a lot of veggie protein sources that aren't complete. They don't have all nine amino acids. Obviously, if you piece some together, it will create all nine. But so what happens is when you're eating complete protein, all nine essential amino acids, your new cells, if we picture them like a little house and your body is building all these little houses, these new cells are going to be like Fort Knox. They're structurally sound. They've got strong walls. They're really hard to be invaded. They're just awesome, healthy, strong cells. If someone doesn't get complete protein or enough, their new cells are going to be like plywood, cardboard. They're misshapen. They're very easily invaded by anything that can damage or kill a cell. You know, and so I start to just teach about here's what's happening inside your body. And what do you like to eat? What do you enjoy? Because why don't we give you what you enjoy, but in a way that your body understands. So people will follow me on Instagram or whatnot, and they'll see what I eat. And I always post the fun things that I eat. I love pizza. I love to drink wine. I love fries. I don't care. I will still enjoy these things. But I do this, first of all, 80-20, meaning 80% of my diet is overall optimally healthy. 
20% of the time, unless you have a disease like celiac or such, 20% of the time, if you enjoy these things, your body will not notice the insult and it's just going to stay rocking based on how you are 80% of the time. And so that's why a lot of quick fix bad diet things won't work because they're not eating to their body. And the big secret that nobody would be aware of is that your nervous system keeps track of everything going on in your body from when you're born through the rest of your life. And so your nervous system takes a lot of consistency to teach it something new and to change something. So this person could do, anybody could do a fad diet, a quick fix thing. They could get results. As soon as they stop, their nervous system's going to go, wait a minute. Nope. That's not how we're supposed to be balanced. And it will revert the person right back. So that's why you see people, they gain all the weight back with interest. And they're like, I don't know what happened. It was working. I got results. Well, your nervous system wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and so it thinks it needs to calibrate you back to however you've been over the longest period of time in your life. And so there are certain ways you need to be eating and doing things. Like for example, an actor who gets a role, let's just say his character that he is to play has a limp or a lisp. If he practices this for long enough in certain ways, his own body will develop a limp. And so obviously it's retrainable and he's just doing that for his career, for his job. But this is the same thing with the nervous system. So if we eat in a certain way for long enough that your body understands, your nervous system will adopt it and we'll automatically just start rocking and rolling with it. So I'm trying not to be too complicated. I understand I probably sound complicated, <laughs> but basically I just teach people what's happening in their body. So carbohydrates, no matter any meal you have, every single main meal needs to have three things. It needs to have complete protein, healthy carbs, and healthy fats. Now, whatever foods you enjoy, that can be, but how much healthy protein, healthy carbs, and healthy fats does your body need in each of those meals? And how would you like to eat in a way that reflects that? And so that's kind of how I, I teach things. So I'll teach about the protein of carbohydrates. To your body, anything that never came from an animal is a carbohydrate. So carbs have been demonized into the grains category for some reason. It's just pastas and breads, but it's actually anything that never came from an animal. So all fruits, all veggies, all grains, and all grains are carbohydrates. Obviously we have healthy ones, we have unhealthy ones. When you eat carbohydrates, your body's gonna turn it into glucose. Your body takes those carbs, turns it into glucose. That's the energy that we feel. That's our get up and go. So your pancreas will send out insulin to take that glucose from your blood, move it into the muscles where it's used as energy. Now, if someone doesn't have the right balance of protein and fats, the body thinks, uh-oh, we should probably store as much glucose as possible in the fat cells. And it just starts storing things in the fat cells because it thinks maybe we'll need it one day. We don't have, we're missing something, store things in the fat cells. <laughs> the body's kind of done that way also. It's very smart, but sometimes it kind of doesn't help us. So that's where we hear muscle burns fat. It's really just because if you have the right complete protein and healthy fats, all your glucose is going to go into your muscles. Your muscles will burn all of that. And if we don't have the balance. <laughs> well, Kelly, I, mean, I, I have to say, I, I love the descriptive here because you, like, I'm, visu I'm visualizing it. <laughs> I'm visualizing it. And, and, and you said it's complex. You're making it's not actually. I think I think okay. anyone watching or listening, I mean, you almost can see the muscles and the nervous system. <laughs> you know, I work here. And, and you know, you you've you've touched on things that probably and to me, I would I would admit to it, like things I've heard for the first time today, one of yeah. them being the genome, uh, you know, being uh, 
equator versus the you know the, the north pole right <laughs> you know yeah. I, I would have never thought about those two, two concepts together meaning that you're right if you're there what kind of veggies you're going to have in the you know in the history so it's it, your body is going to be conditioned and also to your point the genome changes over you know a long period of time so, yeah so so these are things that we don't usually think about or talk about and, you know, we talk fitness, we talk diet, but we don't really go to the source and to really break it down to that, that level of, of detail. Uh, you talk about the nervous system and how it actually understands how you operate, you know, and it restores these, this, this, this computer data, you know, and, yes. and it knows how to operate, you know. So, so that, those are concepts that, you know, we know about them scientifically, but we, we can't, we don't put them together into this context of fitness and well, you know, and, and healthy eating and stuff like that. At least the majority of people, I, I'm sure people that are expert, you know, experts in the, in, in, in the topic or that are very close to it, whether from, from, you know, holistic or medicinal, you know, aspect of it, they know, but 99% of people are not. And so we just follow the trends. You mentioned keto diet, this diet, the other diet, and, and they all have purposes, but you're right. They're temporary. They may not work because, you know, to your point, someone who needs veggies and, and all that stuff may not work with a keto oil, <laughs> you know, it depends on. So that, those are things that we don't really uh, understand and comprehend, you know, and we don't even know, literally, let's let's call it for what it is, because it's not available. It's not when you buy when you go to a diet system, you don't tell you like this is how it all applies to your going going to your genes and your, your amino acids, like you said, a, a whole a good protein, you know, so. That's 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 beyond you know just the basic you know nutrition. That's actually really you go into like the the, the physics <laughs> and the chemistry yeah. of the body. It's it's a whole different angle that you that you use, which which you know it's like I do sales and when I present to people, I like to break it down to like simple elements where they can digest it easier and see the value of it. Yeah. This is exactly what you're doing right now, but you're doing it in in, in a scientific way, in mm -hmm. a, a very you know. Uh, you know, detailed, you know, level, and it's still simplified where people can understand. You don't have to have a science background to understand these things. You know, you might have to translate what an amino acid is, but, but at the end of the day, these are the building blocks, as you said, the little house inside the little house, cardboard yeah. versus no cardboard, right? So you, yeah. you give me the descriptive that is really, you know, just like, wow, it's, I see it's, it's analogies that make sense. Right. But, but yeah. that's, that's really, I think where the, 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 the secret, you know, in terms of the, the, uh, how you get someone from not believing, from not understanding to like really believing, understanding, and also executing and getting the results. Uh, because yeah. if because if I understand why, to your point, I can probably practice better. I can, I can and, and that's the other humans by by default, we all react to if we don't understand something, we react to it. Yeah. If yeah. we if we understand it, we have, we we almost accept it. You know, yeah. I mean, we can debate. I mean, the, the topic of the hour, vaccines versus the vaccines. The reason there is so much, you know, problem with it is because people still don't understand the whys in this yeah. whole thing, right? And so you have debates left and right. Similarly, for food, we have that. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like that. And then you have also trends, and there's yeah. there's also influences, right? Yeah. You know, if there's a new trend. Everybody wants it. You know, yeah. oh, keto diet was great. You know, the intermittent fasting is great. You know, a head training is great. You know, boot camp is great. You know, but but everything is great if you know how to use it and to who who applies to what applies to who, right? Yeah. And that's that's really so. So again, I just want to, to compliment you on on your way of really breaking it down. On you know, and uh, coming from me, I mean, I'm, I'm nobody, but but really, the idea is is at least as as a, just a general consumer. I mean, I I have some knowledge about these things. But yeah. even even at the level that I've been involved in martial arts and fitness and stuff, you just made it so easy to understand. 
Yeah, um, I think but, anyone can, can can probably, you know, click on this like, yes, I finally got it. I know why <laughs> my problems are happening. So so that's 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 terrific. But but so so let's take it to, to the other item you mentioned. So we talked about all this. You talked about like you eat what you want or at yep. least what you're like 80, 20 percent. Right yep. now, that may vary from body to body and things like that. But you're right. I mean, it, if you understand how your body works, you probably can can take, you know, work with it better. Um, we, most of the nutritionists will tell you, or dietitians will tell you, everything in moderation. You can still have little cheat days and things like that, but you do it. I mean, your TikToks, you know, you're talking about donuts, you're talking about this, <laughs> pizza, you know, and, and 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 that's the other thing. You mentioned something about carbohydrates. Yeah. Most of us think carbs are pasta, you know, bread, you know, all in the potatoes and anything with starch and sugar, right? But you know, this is the first time where it's really clearer that not human, not, not animal versus animal. So these yeah. are the two, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing that will help people understand, oh, damn, I eat a lot of meat. <laughs> I don't have any carbs or vice versa. I need some sugar. You, you explain how the sugar, you know, uh, the body uses the sugar and therefore either stores it in fat or use it for muscle. So yeah. these are like very easy elemental things, but for the average person, we don't see it that way. You know, we'd, we'd probably be like, huh, this is a ha moment, right? As we say. So, 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 so your formula is so easy. Now, you've helped a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They come in different ages. Oh, my gosh. Different genders, yes. different oh, sizes. <laughs> different, anyone different, yeah. <laughs> cultures, that's another thing, different cultures. Food, yeah. you know, in one culture, maybe different from another, for, you know, forget the, the equator versus the north, you know, I'm talking about just culture to culture, religion to religion. There yep. are things that can be forbidden one religion versus the other. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you incorporate all that when you teach people about, you know, eating, you know, eating healthier and, and applying these, 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 these formulas and these concepts? Yeah, so I do teach generally, like I have a webinar that I run every single month that contains all of my best info kind of what we're talking about but it's all laid out here's the six things here's info about them all so each person if they're if i'm teaching a wide group mm -hmm. they can look at each piece and figure out how to tailor it to them otherwise if i'm working one-on-one -on -one with someone we go through quite an extensive process where i get to know them on a very individual level like what is their religion what is their culture if it's a big thing for them what is their ancestry? What is what are their likes of their dislikes? What are the five most stressful things that ever happened to them? And how old were they when that happened? Because that is going to impact their subconscious and their mind. And so it really depends who, if I'm addressing a large group, I deliver the info in a way that they can say, oh, okay, yeah, that's how that would apply to me. Or if I'm teaching one-on-one, -on -one, it's it's like I'm a mechanic getting in there and being like, okay, here's how we're going to rewire your body and fix your body individually. So it really depends on the setting, but all of the info can be attributed to each person individually. Like maybe this person does have a religion where they are not supposed to eat whatever item. And then we just work that into their to their lifestyle. So there's never a time when you have to not be vegan if you're really wanting to be vegan ethically. And there's never a time when you'd have to eat something that you don't feel right to eat religiously. And so it can always be tailored to each person and happiness is always the key. So the least stressed and happy somebody is, the best they're gonna be in terms of their health with what I'm giving them. So that's really the best way to answer that, I think. Uh, <laughs> because everyone listen. is so different. 
you're right and you just answered perfectly i mean you're right it's not a one size fits all type of deal here it's it's tailored and, and you know to each and everybody's needs and likes and and in and, and history and uh you know also like aspirations where do you want to be like you said someone wants ah. to be chiseled and looking you know like a different body versus someone that just wants to be healthy and fit and they don't need to be in a particular shape or form like I mean, it's funny, because you know, for weddings, you know, ladies like to fit into a particular dress. And so they go crazy and extreme, you know, diets to just kind of like make it, but then they put their body to intense stuff in a very little period of time, which can be a problem. I mean, we, the reason I say that is because we had, we, we have a fitness brand and, and, and we, we've been in the fitness for a minute. And, and a lot of the clients were, you know, uh, ladies that actually, that some of them come in just for the wedding time. They say, yeah. I have a wedding in nine months. I really want to fit in this and let's do this. And they start working towards the goal, which is awesome. But, but that's just the fitness part, it, everything else. And, you know, there's, there's the discussion that, well, we can give you all the exercise, but if some people say this, they go, I don't see the results. Well, what do you eat? <laughs> you can work out of your own, but what is your diet like? Right? What, what is your sleep pattern? We, we don't go to that. And you, when you tell people and you do like their question, a survey them before, like to assess, Mm -hmm. They don't tell you everything because people don't want to tell you everything, right? They just yeah. tell you enough what they think is good. Right. But, so they're never going to tell you the whole thing. And then, well, you never told me that you had this problem and that's probably why we're not getting the results, but th that's only later on when they get to trust you and stuff, but they may tell you or may not tell you. So there's all these things. So, so to, to your answer, it's a perfect answer because there is no such thing as one formula for everybody. No. Everybody's different. Uh, you know, anybody who's watching here is, is going to be unique in their own and each individual is unique uh, in their own way. Uh, and you said it, you can be identical twins, but the body is still going to function differently. And, and, and that's really the, the, the truth about it. So, so, so let me lead to one question, which probably going to be a little bit, I don't know, funny or crazy, but so this is about the pandemic. Okay. And, you know, I know, there is there's discussions about uh, the body the metabolism the immune system all the stuff the the natural response to to the antibodies and you know to the medicine or or to just the the, the actual virus that that's been ongoing right or the variants of the virus uh, some some schools of thoughts are talking about you know healthy you know healthy you know uh, eating the right net nutrients the right exercise and the body is good the immune system response is different versus someone who doesn't, uh, you know, and so not so much about the actual virus, but it just because it's the topic of the hour, but really uh, in your studies and your research, have you seen a correlation between a, a healthy response to the body? I mean, obviously you're an example and we, we can talk about that as, as a clear cut, but, but you were able to get rid of all these, these illnesses with this, this, this system. And, yeah. you know, but that should apply to all people out there that, you know, if you have a steady, healthy uh, formula, a system that, that you're working, there's a good chance you probably would have a better system to defend against a lot of factors that are out there, including viruses and, and you know, bacteria and stuff. Now, there are no guarantees. The body can still, you know, react differently. Every virus can be different. And we have these things, right? But, but there is a, a general census uh, or consensus, rather, that, that there is you know, a, a very big impact of how your body is reacting if it's healthier. So, so in your studies, in your research, in, in your experience with other people, have you gone through anything that is specific? And in the last two years during the pandemic, have you been with people, for example, who may have had the corona, but never had, you know, any effect or it didn't, it didn't impact them because they were healthier due to the system that you've put in place for them? 
Yes. So the biggest, biggest key is that 70 to 80% of your immune system comes from your gut. So most people do not have a healthy gut. And so the health of your gut, your immune system literally depends on a healthy gut. It's absolutely essential. Everybody I have ever worked with out of the hundreds over the years, COVID, not COVID, all of these people, even before the virus, but the ones who got sick and got sick often did not have a healthy gut. And the ones who did not get sick and seemed to have immune systems of steel had a healthy gut. So that is absolutely huge. Secondly, I'm sure we've all heard of the placebo effect where, you know, someone will get a medication that completely fixes them. They think it was miraculous. The doctor says, nope, it was a fake medication. It was just a placebo. Their body still repaired itself. And a lot of it has to do with the mind. So that is actually science backed, the placebo effect. It is backed by science. And so science is now able to measure how the feelings created by our thoughts affect our physical cells. So you could get someone that is, you know, oh, I'm terrified of getting whatever, and I'm gonna have this disease and I'm so terrified and I'm so terrified. I have encountered situations, I'll use one as an example, where this person so terrified about having MS just one day, because they had a parent, one of their parents, their father had MS and they watched this happen. So then they're told that they have this gene. Oh my gosh, they cannot think about anything except for this MS. Their body started exhibiting symptoms of MS, went to three different neurologists, no MS. It was just their body was having these symptoms because they were thinking so hard that this might happen, this is going to happen. And so do you have a healthy gut? Do you have a healthy mind? And are you not, you know, saying bad things to yourselves because <laughs> your cells are going to listen to the feelings created by your thoughts. And so I love studying that. That's the newest thing that I'm kind of into is neuroscience and that degree of how the cells respond to your thoughts. So I always help people beef up their thought process and how to control their cells with their mind in a better way. Um, and then of course, fixing the immune system in the gut is absolutely huge. Aside from those two, it's always going to boil down to that ratio of healthy protein, healthy fats, and healthy carbs or complete protein, healthy fats, healthy carbs. Are you eating the right ratio for your body? Cause your body's going to need that. Cause as we have those strong cells that are built out of concrete, not cardboard, really hard to be invaded. The cell wall is strong, but if you have unhealthy cells, they're kind of weak, they're misshapen they get easily invaded. Once again, Kelly, uh, again, it's the, 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 the real simple answer is <laughs> they're, they're powerful, but you, you know, you, you're talking about the gut health mm -hmm. right? now, now are there any specific tips to, to change the gut health? You know, yep. uh, I mean, anything specific that we need to tell people about it because, because it sounds like we need to have a better process, you know, and, and digestive system and things like that. But really, what will be triggers, you know, any foods we have to have any foods we have to to potentially avoid to create that that nice gut system, therefore, a, a better immune system, therefore, you know, not having issues. That's one part of the question. The second one is the concept of what you said, the mind, you mentioned earlier about the actor, you know, practicing for a limp and, and really getting stuck with the limp until yeah. they get readjusted. <laughs> It's the same concept, right? If you say I'm sick, you'll feel sick. If you say I'm healthy, you will. Your body is going to be reactive to what the, the mindset, and you can get out of it. And that's same thing. Fear and all these factors. The mind is powerful, and yes. you know. Again, we don't even use much of it, <laughs> unfortunately. But at little that we use, to your point, it, it can be bad. And and by the way, hypnosis does touch on those things because I've seen people literally who 
think that they can't do things or they have pain and but through hypnosis they don't they don't feel the pain anymore because their mind just said okay there's no more <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, there's stuff like that 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 helps you know but people again it's just adding it all up yeah but so to my question is what can we do to to, to tell what tips we can we give lady of tips right <laughs> tip of the day <laughs> uh, what will be a tip about eating healthy or like turning our gut you know health to a better one okay so what I teach is there's four white culprits that we should stay away from. This is white refined sugar, white refined flour, regular mm. table salt, sea salt is fine, but regular table salt and pasteurized dairy. Those four things are always going to cause problems in anybody, doesn't matter who they are. So then I would say there are very specific things, I believe five in total, that you would need to avoid most of the time to keep your gut healthy enough. So this is going to be gluten. So wheat, barley, and rye, those are gluten, corn, soy, dairy, and alcohol. So wheat, barley, rye, corn, soy, dairy, and alcohol, those four things are sort of in those, <laughs> you know, the white flour, the sugar, the dairy. And those things are always going to cause inflammation. They're always going to cause water retention. They're always going to cause a problem. But if you're not eating them all day, every day, you're going to be okay. So I would tell people, you know, your gut, once I drink alcohol, I love drinking wine, but there's specific ways to do this that will keep your gut safe. And so if you're not keeping your gut safe and you drink alcohol for 10 days, you're going to have leaky gut after you drink that. Mm. So it's going to affect your health for up to 10 days and possibly your immune system. That's why a lot of young people, you know, they'll go on a bender weekend and have all this alcohol and then they're going to have a cold come the week because their body is now trying to deal with this immune system deficit. So those are the foods that I would generally stay away from when it comes to gluten, you know, gluten is such a buzzword these days, but mm. <laughs> the problem that a lot of people don't know about gluten is the inside of your small intestine, where your immune system is, the inside of that is covered in hundreds and hundreds of tiny little hair-like projections, just lining your whole intestine. These are microvilli, so they're actually really tiny straws, and they suck the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients out from your food into your body. We need that to work. Right? That's important. So what happens with gluten, there's a protein inside of it called gliadin. Now, when we ingest gluten, in most people, this is not everybody, but in a lot of people, in most people, gliadin is going to create like a slime substance. So when they eat this, it flattens all those little hairs, straws down and covers them with a slime. So they're not really getting the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients from the food. So then, okay, maybe they're taking vitamin C or maybe they're taking supplements. Are they going to absorb those supplements even? And so with me, you know, I eat gluten, I'll eat pizza, I'll do whatever, but I do it in a way that I keep it 80-20, meaning let's do this mathematically. So 80-20 is going to look like five days out of the week is 80%, two days out of the week is 20%. So on five days out of my week, I'm just being good. I'm going to avoid these things. Then on two days, not as a binge, <laughs> but as a part of your regular meal or snack, you could have one of these things or something and you'll be fine. Your body won't really notice. So that's kind of how I balance things. Um, when it comes to the mind, there's an excellent practice. So 15 minutes every day, this is what I do. So I will meditate for 15 minutes every day. Usually it'll go longer, but that's my minimum. And I will imagine that my body, my health, my cells, my physical structure, and even my life, you know, a lot of people, if they want to work on manifestation, money and whatever, you could even put this in that category. But for 15 minutes, I will sit there and I will imagine that my body and my health was the 
best version it could possibly be that I felt good. And then I imagine that that's right now. Because the neat thing about your subconscious is that it can't tell the difference between what you're only imagining and what is real life if you have that belief that it is right now. So if you can trick your subconscious for at least 15 minutes, all you need scientifically is 17 seconds of pure positive feeling as if that's right now to start affecting the physical cells of your body. So your cells of your body start responding to that. And it's kind of sounds like a be all end all cure all we can, but it's not that epic, but it really does help. Like it will, your cells will respond to that. And so I do that every day for 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not even going to challenge that because I do believe in, in, in the power of the mind. And you're right. If you can yeah. psych yourself into believing something that the subconscious will, will, will help. And, and, and again, it's what you tell your body and your mind and uh, you will see it. Uh, this is, this is, uh, you know, something that, I've had different discussions about, and and you're right, it makes a difference. Uh, also, the concept that you mentioned about how to balance your week and 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 be able to eat some things in moderation, as uh, in conjunction with everything else, and not just take it to the other extreme. Like you know, I don't eat anything in five days, but in the two days, I eat worth ten days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I mean, we have to be clear about that. That's not the concept here. You mentioned alcohol. I mean, uh, in Europe, wine is is a common, you know piece of, of the discussion. It's always part of the meal, but in moderation, one little, you know, glass of wine, whatever, even one is actually, uh, you know, medically speaking, it's, it's got a lot of benefits, but the alcohol in it is not, but, but certainly in, in low, you know, low quantities, it doesn't do anything. It just, you know, reinforces, but those are the things, right? So, so, so I, first of all, we're, we're coming, we actually just <laughs> on the hour mark here, but I, 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 I cannot even stop, but I have to, actually. but, but okay. certainly we've covered a lot of angles and in, in, a, in a very easy way to, to, to present to people. Uh, I think anyone listening, watching uh, could easily absorb these things and, and, and apply them. As a matter of fact, yeah. they can even test them. Uh, yeah. They do have access to you, of course. So, so, so yeah. Kelly, uh, what is, how can people reach out to you? Okay, so people, my email address is kelly at kickitwithkelly.com. So anybody could, I'm also everywhere. Like I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And I'm everywhere. It's Kick It With Kelly. I have a YouTube channel called Kick It With Kelly. Um, but anyone could message me through any one of these means or just email and just reach out and tell me, you know, what's going on? How can I help you? And what I would do is I, once I go back and forth just for a brief period to figure out, you know, what's happening? What do you need help with? I will book someone in for a free transformation session. So I'll just book them in for a chat and we'll just talk about what's going on and how can I help you build a roadmap to your goal. And by the end of that call, they've had a lot of help, but then we can also talk about what it might be like to work together if that's something that somebody wants to explore. I like your style. It's simple <laughs> and it's personable. It's approachable. It's nice and easy. Uh, now, uh, is there a site that also I can add to the description? Oh, oh. yeah. So it's kickitwithkelly.com is my website. Oh, um, I should have thought. <laughs> you made it sound Kelly, you kick it with Kelly everywhere. So I should have just thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, in my TikTok, also in my bio, there's if you contact me by any means, I can give a link for my webinar. So I do a live webinar every month that has all of what we've talked about and more that I just so I can teach. And so that webinar is happening on August 25th. So if anyone messages me by any means, I can send over the link for that too. Excellent. All right. Well, there you have it. There's no excuse. You have access to Kelly. Uh, any way, shape, and form, if you're in social media, she is. 
that's how we met yeah. <laughs> uh, and also follow her TikTok. her tips are awesome and it touches exactly on what we discussed today uh it, it's just an easy way it's fun she's very fun on her stuff so so you will actually enjoy following her and follow and getting the tips uh definitely check out the the webinars uh check out the website um you know we had a great time today kelly it, it, it's a true pleasure and i've learned a lot and, you know, it's funny because I love to learn things every day. And you just gave me a lot of information today to digest. Uh, so, so I'm enjoying it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. Anytime I can come and share, it's it's just the best. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't. Hey, listen, I'll hold you to it. We might have a second comeback here. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you very much. I mean, we are coming to the end of the show here, Kelly. Thank you very much, folks. Thank you for watching the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, and uh, listening on iHealth Radio. Hurricane H here. Ciao, ciao for now. See you tomorrow. New guest, new show, new topic. Bye now. Bye.